And welcome aboard to Everybody Ships Us. I'm Shelley Nerfleet. I'm Bonnie Dolan. And we are best friends and roommates and that's it. We know everybody not so secretly ships us, which gave us a brilliant idea. We decided to date for one hour each week right here in our living room and see where it leads. Because what is dating if not investing your time, your energy, and your heart into a relationship with your favorite person? Yeah. What is dating if not, I don't know, being pranked by a crusty old cat live on the pod? So let's do this. We're not dating at all. She just really wants to be on the pod. I'd love to have her, but sometimes she like doesn't actually make sound. And sometimes she makes too loud of a sound. Way too much sound. Yeah. I just feel like it'd be a nightmare for Andy to edit, you know? Oh, we would need to get her her own mic mm. so they could really like sweeten her vocals. Mm. What do you think's me? She's just like shaking. Is she falling asleep or not? I don't know. Why is her head down like that? She's shaking a lot. She having another seizure? Are you having a seizure? Can you not? Smeagol. Smeagol, you can't have a seizure live on the pod. This, this is not the kind of action that we want on the podcast. <laughs> Cat seizures. She look okay? Her eyes are fine. They're not like going back and forth or anything. Like, okay. She's looking at stuff. She's looking around. Smeagol, we can't have a medical emergency on the podcast. Don't be pointy. Don't be pointy. Sit down. No. <laughs> <laughs> you were just in this position. Oh, my God. She's all ready for her podcast debut. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm glad you're not having a seizure. <laughs> just pranking. Pranks. She got us again. She always does. She's so old that, like, I will believe that she's constantly having a medical emergency. Yeah. Honestly, we should be on high alert. Yeah. (laughs) This is how I'm going to be recording today. Uh, And for anyone listening, if we keep this part in, I have a cat on my lap. Kind of. On my one leg. She's being all pointy, putting all of her weight into one tiny square inch of your leg. And she, she has a lot of weight. <laughs> she does. She's really pressing it all in. I feel it. It's like a shiatsu massage. That just doesn't move. Trigger point massage. Yeah. Yeah. It stays there for 25 whole minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gotten a trigger point massage? No. Oh, it's awesome is it it hurts so much that's i was about to say i don't like painful massages i I don't find them them rewarding i love them but my massage therapist is so great because well i don't know if this is probably standard but she is great but she'll do like she'll find a spot and she's like yeah there's a knot in there and she'll find a spot to like hold that that trigger point and but she's only trying to get me to a like a pain window of like maybe a six to seven at the highest. Mm. And then she just holds it until it releases. And then I tell her, I keep updating her on what the number of pain is. And so when it gets down to zero, she finds a different spot. Oh. So it's a very like back and forth talking massage. Then maybe I have had that. The last massage I had at my OG chiropractor's practice. Yeah. Chiropractor. 
chiropractic. Chiropractic. Mm. Nice. Um, there was a new massage person, and he was talking like the whole time. Mm. But he was like talking to me and like telling me what he was doing and stuff. And he was like, "So I'm just gonna like put pressure in an area and tell me when the pain." stops yeah okay so that's probably what you had oh. but he just wasn't calling it what it is i didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> i mean i could tell it was probably helpful but yeah. that's not i don't get massages to be helpful i get them to just feel nice you yeah. know yeah i get them like to be productive yeah i want them to fix me i don't want that yeah. i want my chiropractor to fix me and my massage therapist to just let me float in a little cloud. That's nice. I have gotten massages for just like, you know, pleasure. Mm. And it's nice. I just like, I'm like, that was nice. And I feel like, oh my God, what is happening? Bonnie. Oh my God, what is happening? I'm sorry. Bonnie. Alex. It was Alex. She has not responded to my text. She <laughs> She's explaining why she didn't pay me. <laughs> uh, so it's a welcome text, but not right now. Um. Anyway, we were just at Target. We were at Target in the rain. Target in the rain. It was such an adventure. We were uh, just being wild in Target. Really were. And probably quite obnoxious. We spent like at least two hours in there. Yeah. I didn't buy as much as I should have for being in there for two hours. Yeah, you really didn't. How much did you spend? Like 40 something. Okay. That's all right. But I bought, what was $7? This is really good podcasting. What did I purchase? <laughs> oh my God, the bag's right there, but it's out of reach. It's, it's on just my out of reach. You got Epsom salt. Epsom salt. That was five something. Yeah. You got, did you get a mask? I didn't get a mask. Okay. I got Pop-Tarts. They finally had my hot fudge flavor. That's right. The best kind. That was only $3.99. What did you get that was $7? What did I get that was $7? The mystery of it all. I'm enraptured. My mouthwash. <gasps> the mouthwash. Mm -hmm. Oh, we agonized over that purchase. Yeah. <laughs> Smeagol's rubbing her head against the mic. I'm really curious to know if that changes anything. <laughs> um, yeah, the mouthwash. Seven dollars. Yeah. Seven nineteen. Seven twenty-nine. Sixty-nine? Nice. Nice. Sixty-two. Sixty-two. Okay. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I spent as much on all of my purchases at Target as I did for Smee. Smee, we've got you some drugs. Yeah. We're going to drug you up real nice. So you will sleep during the night, and we will also sleep during the night. Got you a little pheromone plug-in. I really want you to stop touching my mic stand. <laughs> a little pheromone plug-in and some little little anxiety treats that have some melatonin in them mm -hmm. so that you can actually sleep. It'll be so great, Smeagol, to sleep at night. Isn't that crazy? I promise you it'll be wildly it's, cool you don't even know you don't even know you literally don't even know. oh my god you don't even know <laughs> <laughs> this is just okay i don't know why i'm recapping this we were both at target we were both at target i spent a hundred dollars <laughs> i just i just spent it yeah how does target do that just sucks up your money what did you get i got what's like the most expensive thing you got the most expensive thing I got today was maybe the $15 neck mm. pill, like microwave heat pillow thing. 
but that's worth it. It was fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. What? Sharper image. Sharper image. Yeah. Oh no! The most expensive thing I got was Avril Lavigne's "Let Go" album on vinyl, twentieth anniversary edition. Uh, that's right. Oh my god! I'm so excited. It has "Breakaway" on like side C or something. "Breakaway" was the original Avril thingy, and then Kelly got it right. Well. Avril wrote it. Oh. Avril was either the sole writer or the co-writer on it, gave it to Kelly. So Avril never recorded it. Oh. It was just a Kelly song. So now she's recording it. Oh. So I haven't heard Avril's version of it. Yeah. Very I mean, Brinkley gives Avril. It does, right? It's such an Avril song. Yeah. Um, so excited. I'm, yeah, that was a great purchase. I regret nothing. I also regret nothing. You know what I don't regret? When we went to Petco after Target, uh-huh. I got the spray that will keep the neighborhood cats from peeing on our door. How much was that spray? It was $21. Oh, my God. Yeah. You are so mad at these cats. I'm committed to the cause. Like, you, the spray you have to spray every three days. Every three days, unless it rains, and then I have to spray every day because the water washes it away. <laughs> But these cats cannot be tamed. Yeah. And I need to tame them. I'm sorry. They cannot keep peeing on our door. They can't. It's just our door. Yeah. It's nobody else's door. And why tag our door? We don't even have cats. I mean, we have a cat right now, but it was happening for so long before this cat came. So (laughs) don't cover her ears. And hear anyway. She can't hear. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was happening for a while. And it was happening from one of the neighbor's cats, too. But if we just spray him. Spray Max? Spray Max. Oh, it's, it's you can't. It says you can't spray this directly on humans or animals. But what if we spray Max? <laughs> <laughs> what if we spray Max? I'm just saying. Maybe he'll just stop peeing. And there's over overall. Yeah, that's a that's a great solution. That would be great. She'd Surf him. We right. would spend less on litter. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. He wouldn't have to hydrate. No, be great. He's got enough. Really self sufficient yeah. ecosystem. Yeah, like kind of like a water fountain, which just like sucks the water back up to the top, so like it can mm-hmm. like Smeagol's little watering bowl. Yeah, it'll just be watering like bowl. watering bowl. <laughs> His little his little urine will just like get su- the hydration will just keep getting sucked back up to the top. Honestly, why aren't we built like that? I don't know. It seems dumb to rely on water outside of what we can give ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, why haven't we figured out eleven evolution <laughs> evolutionarily how to do that? <laughs> why haven't we? <laughs> A revolutionary. Revolutionary. Is any of this usable? It feels like I no. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know anything. Maybe we've been talking about Target too much. We have, but it was fun. It and was we fun. did lunges in an aisle. All four of us. It was you, me, neighbor Bree. Wait. Neighbor Bree and, and a sister, sister and Bailey. <gasps> You've been replaced, Bree. Get replaced, Bree. Um, and we were in an aisle and you were doing some lunges cause you back hurt. Yeah. And we wanted to, you to, to have everyone do them with you. Yeah. So everybody was doing lunges. Yeah. And then this 
guy comes around the corner just to grab a pack of waters. <laughs> and he and just stares at us. Because we're still just doing our lunges. We're just all in a pause. And he's just looking, <laughs> grabbing his water. And he gives a little smile and then ducks out. <laughs> Before he ducked out, I managed to give him a single finger gun. <laughs> I love that you did that. I did not know. It's, we were just, it felt like a like a TV scene. But we, we were frozen there because we didn't expect anyone to see us. Nope. I don't know why. We it was were a clear aisle. Very public place, though. Yeah, but it was raining. Nobody was at Target. That's true. Uh, and he wasn't expecting to see what he saw. And so we all froze there. Everybody's minds were blown. <laughs> I did not know how to break out of it. So I, little finger gun. It was a nice little button to that scene. Yeah. But I think he was delighted. He was. He had a great time. And I'm pretty sure he was the guy that at checkout, we were still acting fools. Um, and Bailey was taking too long. So we were stretching some more just at checkout. And Bree and I were doing some like calisthenics, like touch your toes Things and I saw a man that looked the sim- similar, but he, they were both white men if they were different. Yeah, uh, in baseball caps. All right, not all. I don't think all white people look the same. <laughs> <laughs> Just ones in baseball caps. <laughs> um, he like looked at us and like smiled to himself, almost like he had. He's like, oh, they're doing it again. They're doing it again. Yeah, the comedy is not done. Yeah, yeah the yeah. comedy continues. So, <laughs> somewhere out in the world. We have like a huge fan of ours. They don't yeah. even know. He doesn't even know we have a podcast. Does it even? He has no idea. We need to get cards, like we business get cards. Business cards. You know? Okay. When we went to that uh, birthday party, Jordan's birthday party, and her friend was like talking to us about his like clients that do magic and stuff like that. He had a bracelet that I could oh my God, like yeah. put my phone next to, and it was like a QR code, but it was like all like just sent it to my phone, like Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah, I'm just using words now. I don't even know yeah, how it happened. It was, it was satellite. <laughs> satellite it radio. was the, the NFTs. The NFTs sent my phone's web browser to a page where it gave me his Instagram, his phone number, his email, like his TikTok. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is the future. This yeah. is the new business cards. I really like that. I love it. I don't think we can afford that. I d- well, I don't know how much it. Costs. I don't even know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to look it up. Me neither. Business card bracelet. Bracelet card. Bracelet cards. Business look. It's like, um, you know, in the office. Well, I don't know because you never really understand my office I references. No office things. <laughs> I just don't get the references when they're being made. Okay, when I'm quoting it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but I'm not going to quote it. No. It's when Ryan had that company called Woof. Mm-hmm. And it, like, sent you emails, faxes, phone calls, texts all at the same time for something. And it was just, like, so annoying because everything just, like, pops up all at once. And he thought it was this great business idea. And then somebody wanted to buy his business. And it turns out they just wanted to buy it for the domain name. And it was, like, West University, like, of Philadelphia. Like, it was... It was just, they just wanted the domain name for their, like, university, and that was the whole storyline. And I then he sold it. don't remember this. <laughs> it was in the later seasons, you know? Because Michael Scott was still there, but it was, in, like, it was not an early episode. Maybe I don't understand Office references. Maybe I... <laughs> Did <laughs> I watch pretty- the show? <laughs> 
It's a pretty deep cut. This reference is a pretty deep cut. <laughs> like I've watched the show and then rewatched the same like four episodes every time I rewatch something. Yeah. Well, which ones? Let's see. The proposal episode. Michael's Spoiler proposal? Alert. No. Jim's yes. proposal. Oh, cute. Okay. I like that one. Anything with Holly. I really liked Holly. Holly. I did. I don't watch Scott's Tots intentionally. Mm-hmm. That's a rough one. Yeah. I just can't. <laughs> it's really hard. I can't hard. do... Uh, I hate when... I, like, I, I cringe for a character. I hate it. I hate it. How do you feel about Dinner Party? Dinner Party is fine, I think. Because okay. it's... it's not, it's not the level of cringe. I, I don't know. It's not up to Scott's toss, but it's pretty cringe. It is, but it's it's more at, I don't know, I feel like the stakes were just lower because it was like, it was kind of a bottle episode where people were trying to get out. It was, yeah. So it was, it was less about this one thing that we all were barreling towards. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. So I can't watch um, Never Have I Ever. Like, oh, you don't like Never Have I Ever? I like the show. I can't watch it because I just get the main character She's is crunchy. always doing something that she shouldn't be or is going to have <laughs> consequences. And I just am stressed <laughs> so much. Like, I think it's a really good show. And I actually like enjoy when I, I enjoy the plot lines of it yeah. and the acting of it. But I don't like <laughs> being so stressed. <laughs> So you need your sitcoms to, like, reset at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. So you know, like, they're going to wrap this up. It's going to be like, ooh, conflict. How are they going to resolve it? But they are going to resolve it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same with, like, any show um, or movie, I guess, where, like, the main character – it's usually – I only feel that way when the main character is doing this kind of thing. Okay. Um, Where, like, the main character is cheating on their partner. And I'm like, I don't – I know, I know, I don't know how, uh, it's going to come out, but I need it to come out, but why would you do that? Yeah, it's a ticking, it's a ticking clock. Yeah. Something, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make you really stressed. I get that. That is similar to how I felt when at Target, you and Bree and Bailey <laughs> stole somebody's car. I, we didn't. <laughs> you did. No, we didn't. I had been watching that cart since we got in this section and no one was near it. No one was coming back for it. There was so much stuff in it. Yeah, it, but it was all the same stuff. It was just a bunch of books. And it wasn't like the same type of books. It was. It seemed like somebody had just put returns in that cart. Okay, so you think it was an employee cart. I think so. Okay, and you just helped the employee do their job. I think so. Or either that or somebody was just like abandoned it hours ago it mm-hmm. really I had been watching it okay I also get stressed out about that kind of thing I ran away you like did. I was so uncomfortable I couldn't even look at the cart <laughs> I was like I don't want to be at all involved with this because when somebody comes back for this cart and confronts us I want I'm gonna run I'm gonna run for the hills I'm gonna abandon you all and I'm gonna run I understand <laughs> But I was I was very, very sure that that was no one's cart. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. I get that. <laughs> I know you wouldn't have stolen somebody's cart. But I just I just felt like cosmically, even though you had been watching it, the owner would come back right in the middle of you stealing it. <laughs> I, I don't know what I would do in that situation. I'm very bad with confrontation, I think. Oh, me too. 
I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm going to help you put this cart back together. But then I would just feel shame the mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would hate that. It was a good cart, though. Was it? It, like, was smooth. It was a smooth gliding cart. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. You don't get that with all the Target carts. No, that's why we walked around most of Target without a cart, because there was a fishy wheel. And then we had to carry our trash from Starbucks like idiots. Yeah. All around the stores, because there's no trash cans anywhere, besides the ones they sell. I don't have to... Oh, that's a big stretch, Smeagol. Stretching? Oh, that was so cute. I really want you to sit down. Can you sit down, Smeagol? We're in the middle of the pod. Is this a good time to transition? Probably, because I don't know why we've been talking about this. We've been talking about this for so long. We're going to do a Fomeo to Quap today. Fomeo to Quap. That's not the song. It's not, but I loved it. Thank you. Ready? Yes. Finding out more about each other through quizzes and personality tests. Nice. I like that we both. <laughs> I know. We do this dance. <laughs> it's like two fists just sort of like shaking like a sh- two shake weights. Yeah. Yeah. Did we get maracas? <gasps> that would be nice. We're going to invest in some We're going to do that. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so yeah. what's the uh, fomeo to quapt? Well. Qua. <laughs> what's the quapt? Qua. Qua. Quote. Quoped? Quoped. What's the quoped? What's the quoped? The quoped is a Okay. And it is a MySpace survey. (laughs) Is MySpace still around? It is. um, I think. I haven't been on it in so long. I remember that it was hanging around longer than anyone expected. And then Justin Timberlake invested in it because they were going to try to revive it as like a music site mm-hmm. um, that was like 10 or 15 years ago, and I don't remember what happened with that. So I don't know if it exists, really. I want it to. I want to log into my old MySpace account. Oh, my God. I want to see who my top eight were. Oh, my God. I want to see what song I had attached to my profile. Yeah, that would have been a good question. I know that I had like little – like because you could change like the background of your profile – as you scroll, it could be like a cute little picture or something. Yeah. And I would go on sites that had like different ones you could use for so long. Yeah. Did, did you do it with like the HTM, HTML code or whatever? Like how are we all coding? I don't know. And I don't know how to code anymore. But we all did There it. was a period of time where I think we were like legitimately like software engineer geniuses. Definitely. Because we had to be. Because we like... Google wasn't fully Googling. We couldn't just look things up. So we just had to kind of click around and figure it out. And then we figured it out. Right. And we're all dumb now. Because everything's so user friendly. (laughs) The youth of today has it so easy. Youths. Youth. (laughs) Soldier boy, tell us. Such a weird energy. (laughs) 
It's because we spent all of our energy at Target. I have like brain energy, but it's not coming through. Mm. I think it's, I mean, it feels like it's coming towards me. Okay. okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's reading better than maybe you're feeling it. Nice. Yeah. Go me. Um, who do you think would have been in your top eight? Like if you're just imagining what your top eight was, mm-hmm. who do you think is in there? When was, when was the era of MySpace? It was like middle school for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, for me, it was like end of middle school, beginning of high school. Mm. Maybe it was full full middle school. I'm not sure. Uh, Emily Kazawa. My, uh, wait, was she my middle school best friend or my high school best friend? No, we were hanging out in middle school. Emily uh, Q Tran. I feel like I met Mindy in high school, so probably not her. Doug. Doug. I had to be like sneaky about it. I had to put other people right. ahead of him. Yeah. Was he, he wouldn't have been in the top row. No. Okay. It's not. That's probably thirsty. like second to last. Okay, yeah. Put um, him in his place. Yeah. Doug. I really don't know. I don't remember who I hung out with in middle school more than those people. Like, probably not Tony, who was Doug's best friend, and Emily had a crush on him. Okay. But Tony and I weren't close. What about Tom? Did you ironically put Tom in your top eight? I think when I first had it, Tom was in there. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, no, I have too many friends. Yeah. I can't, like, waste the space on Tom. I get that. But definitely Emily, Q-Tran, and Doug. Nice. A solid top three. Well, not top three for Doug. No. What about you? My top eight. Okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, because I can like imagine what my profile picture was for most of the time I had MySpace. Mm. Obviously it fluctuated, but like the one that I'm thinking of was like during sophomore year of high school. So that's what I'm going to go off of. It was like a picture of me in my color guard uniform from marching man season. And I was like doing this cute little pose with like one heel up, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like in princess diaries, the like little heel up moment. Mm -hmm. It was cute. Anyway. Uh, and my costume was like half baby blue and half bright orange. Whoa. It was a, it was a look. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um, my top eight would have been a lot of people from guard Mm. and then some of my friends from my gate classes, which were also like from middle school, you know, because we went to the same high school. And then like a church friend or two. Mm. So I think it would have been my friend Erica from Color Guard, my friend Megan from Color Guard, who is the sister of Ross, who is my first major boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else would have been on there? It would have been Emily, who was my best friend. She went to church. It would have been Hedgy. Another best friend that went to church. Ashley, who was in my gate classes, bestie since like middle school. Tiffany, also best friend. She was my best friend from like elementary school. Damn. Tiffany Lee. Love her. Shout out Tiffany Lee. Shout out Tiffany. She just had a baby. Whoa. Shout out Tiffany's baby. Um, Yeah, I think that would have been those those gals. I would have put... At a certain point, I had a crush on Ross, so I probably would have put him in my top eight. But I think when I was really feeling Ross was like more as my space was like fading out and Facebook, Facebook was happening. So there was less of a, oh my God, you're on my top eight kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. 
Yeah. MySpace was a good time. It was a good time. Oh my God, Christina would have been on my topic. Christina, Christina Bareed. Oh. Who I visit yeah, in yeah, Ohio. Yeah. Nice. Of Christina and Kevin. Shout out to Christina. <laughs> I feel like every episode she gets a shout out. Well, she keeps being awesome. <laughs> That's true. All right. Do you want, I picked one that is a throwback Thursday survey like from the MySpace days. Okay. And it's from 92 Moose, Central Maine's number one hit music station. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. Okay. Uh, And we could just like go through these. I feel like we're not going to finish them all today, but because there's like over a hundred questions, we'll just like talk about it. I feel like it's like just the times like late at night, you'd just be like, I'm going to do one of these, like, MySpace or even Facebook, like, survey things. Yes. And I would just do it for hours. Like, the 100-plus questions wouldn't phase me. Love. I was there for it. I it wanted longer so ones. fun. I wanted to share so much of myself. Yes, and then I wanted the to read other people's. Mm-hmm. It was Facebook notes, right? Yeah. MySpace surveys, which were posted as, like, bulletins or something. And then Facebook notes. Yeah. But either way, they were, like, surveys. I lived for the notes. Yeah, same. I loved commenting on them. So fun. All right. I'm ready. My body is ready. Great. Question one. What was your last beverage? My last beverage? Yeah. It was the cinnamon dolce latte that Starbucks had. They had it. Finally. And they weren't lying to me about it. Yeah. You can get it all year, folks. God. At? Don't let them lie to you. The other Starbucks. Yeah. And then mine would have been the pink drink that I got at Starbucks. Oh, and we were there for that. Ah. Next okay. question. <laughs> Last phone call. Kim from uh, OC Dance Productions. I just got a job there. I don't know if that was updated on the last pod, but I have been teaching children dance. Yeah, I think you did say that on the pod. I hope you did. Well, if I didn't, I am. Yeah. And... Uh, Next week, I'm teaching for the first time without a co-teacher, and so Kim wanted to know if I needed anything, and I don't. Kim. Kim's awesome. We love a supportive boss. Yeah. That's great. You? Mine was my mom. Called her yesterday. I think it, yeah, it was yesterday. She had called me from the car, and no, it wasn't from the car. I don't even know. She called me, and she was like, I, oh no, I'm switching you from my Bluetooth to back again. And I completely forgot why I called you. I was like, okay. She's like, so I'm just wasting your time now. And I was like, you can waste my time. And so we chatted for like a half an hour about, and at the end of the phone call, we were just catching up at the end of the phone call. She was like, well, I think I said what I intended to say to you, but I, I don't know, but I think I did. And I was like, okay, that's great. I guess if I get a call from you later on today, I'll, nope. I'll know that you forgot. That's all about. And I didn't. So, everything, so she all did is well. Say what she intended to say. She did. Go her. Yeah. Good job, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Question three. Yes. Last song you listened to? We were in the same car. We were in the same car. What was in the car when we turned off the car? Where did we park? That'll help. We parked out front. Out front. It was Orange Grove Speedway by Lizzie McAlpine. Sure. Orange I, Coast Speedway? You are right. 
because I remember as we were parking, looking at the thing, thinking, Lizzie McGuire, nope, I'm reading something wrong again. (laughs) Been reading something wrong all day. You've been reading things wrong all day. I don't know why. (laughs) What is up with your processing? My brain autofills as soon as I get any amount of information. (laughs) So some things are kind of close. Some things are not. (laughs) I looked at a Formula One event and it was like, oh, speed dating? Like... Dating, but okay. But then we talked about how I might find somebody at the Formula One viewing party at that bar or brewery, and I don't know. I don't know any Formula One fans other than Bree and Hugh's neighbor Mm. Matt. So I don't know who watches Formula One really. So I don't know if I want to date a Formula One fan. But if you go on like Formula One's Facebook page mm-hmm. and like look at their members or like people who liked it and just like get a gauge of like attractiveness level. I could see like if I have any mutuals. Yeah. Like see what. Of, mutes? Yeah. Mutes. That <laughs> feels like we can't make that. No, I think it's called moots. Moots. Because like, I feel like when I'm on Twitter, the like few times I'm on Twitter. Uh, people are like, want to know if any of my moots also like this. Do they, how do they spell it? M-O-O-T-S. That's how they're spelling the short form of mutuals is moots? Mm-hmm. I think I had to ask Moby what it was. Yeah. And they were like, it's just mutuals. Oh, man, that makes me feel old. That's a That's a... Because I could understand Riz when Riz happened, charisma, okay. at least... I understood where that came from. I did from. not get where it came from at all. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know until I think you said it. It was short for charisma. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Mm. It wasn't like I figured it out. It was just like I recognized how that happened. But moots, that feels like we don't need to be doing that. No. But it's fine. It's I mean, all fine. Even mutts would have made more sense. Yeah, because at least you would have spelled it like the short form of the word that's already happening. Mm-hmm. But language is meant to just change and evolve, and that's fine. But I'm I'm just gonna fight it every step of the way. Me too. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Four. <laughs> four. Question four. Oh, the last time you cried. I almost cried last night at the Hobie Dock, but I didn't fully cry. Mm-hmm. I feel like the last time I cried was when I was having a breakdown because Smeagol wouldn't let me sleep, and it was my first day of teaching. Oh, yeah. And I was so stressed out. Yeah. Smeagol really, really pranked you hard on that day. Yeah. And my back hurt, and there was a lot of factors, and I was just like, this is bad. This is going to be bad. And it was fine. Turned out it was fine. I just hadn't slept in a week. So everything was (laughs) level 10 for me. (laughs) And that makes perfect sense. (laughs) It truly does. (laughs) But we're fine now, kind of. No. I think the last time I cried, I almost cried when Jessie sent me photos of her new baby, Teddy. She had a baby and he's perfect and he's so, so small. Cute. I just want to buy him a bear suit. I just want to buy him. Oh my God. Can just we buy him? Traffic that child. <laughs> he's so cute. I want to traffic him. <laughs> Jesse, I won't, I won't buy your baby. We won't. Uh, we won't traffic that's a child. good price. T- talk to us if, you, if you're available for like 
maybe like a trade Z situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a cat. <laughs> we want Smeagol who's desperately trying to bump into my mic right now. <laughs> she does not sleep and she has anxiety. She also doesn't fully sit down. Yeah. She's not lay. really sitting right now. Okay. That's aggressive. You cannot headbutt the mic like that. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? Now you won't do it. It's me. It's me. She's, she can't hear me. Smeagol, look at me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she just yawned into the mic. It was so cute. Little cat ASMR. Is she purring? I think so. She's not chirping, though. Just I know. She usually chirps. Okay. I'm going to go back to recording. Okay. That was for, more for me than for you. But. What, were, what were we saying? I don't even know. Buying a baby. Oh my god! <laughs> Trafficking. Yeah, yeah. She sent me a bunch of pictures of like them in the hospital with Teddy and like Teddy's first day home, and it was so cute and him and his little little carrier in the car, and I almost cried. I sent her a picture of me almost crying <laughs> in the car when I got those. Um, but I don't think that counts. I think the last time I cried lately, I've just been feeling like I'm just underneath crying mm. and I feel like I would just feel better if I could cry. I know that feeling. You know that feeling. Yeah. So I, I did cry in the car one day when I was like feeling like underneath crying and I just sort of forced the cry to expel, like, for the catharsis of it. Mm -hmm. And it did help. It did help. It's so strange, that feeling. Like, in my brain, it doesn't make sense. But at the same time, and this is a really gross comparison, it's almost like when you have a pimple that's not ready to pop, but it hurts. Yes. And so you're just going to try and force it to a head. Yeah. And, like, get an opening so you can just squeeze something out. Yes. And then it, at least it won't keep rising and keep the pressure happening. Mm -hmm. You've just opened the valve a little bit. Yeah, so it's just a little bit less, and then it's you can still do its thing on its own. Yeah. You just got to get a little bit more, or a little bit out first. Yeah. And I don't I don't really know where that feeling's coming from right now. Like, I've been doing, like, little check-ins of, like, how am I feeling? How am I whatever? Generally, my life is okay right now. I just, like, I just feel like it's my brain doing a weird thing. I mean, I get it. Like, when that happened to me... Nothing was really wrong. It was just kind of like maybe accumulation of little stresses that I know that I can handle. So I I take them in stride, but like they just kind of add up. And then you're like, all right, well, next day. Yeah. And it's just it is just kind of the the going about life, even though like things are happening, but it's fine. Yeah. It just kind of builds up in to, in, in my body. Yeah, I think I think that may be happening. I've got like over arching kind of things going on that are probably always like apps running in the background, mm. you know, and they're, they're just like processing and doing stuff and they're just like adding to all of what's happening on, in my brain. And then eventually I'm just like, there's too many apps open yeah, and crying maybe just swipes up on the app so they close? I don't even know. I don't know either. But 
It feels good. So. Yeah, it feels good. Anyway, that was the last time I cried. Have you dated someone twice? I haven't. Mm. I'm pretty done with people. <laughs> Not in a bad way. It's done just like with people? I'm done with people. No, I it's just sort of like when you've been there, you've been there. And there's a reason why it didn't work out. And mm. I'm not interested in being with anybody who doesn't want to be with me. So when it cuts off, I'm pretty good at saying, this is it. It's mm. done. Like, I may miss the relationship, super grieve, you know, like, I, I may be beside myself with grief, but I won't go back. Mm. I mean, that's healthy. That's smart. No, healthy. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Probably healthier of the two options. I guess, yeah. I It's unclear for me only because with um, Hugh Grant character. Oh, that's right, Hugh Grant. It was kind of like this long two-year thing where we weren't really seeing each other for any of it, but we also were. And so we would just have periods of talking and periods of not talking. So I don't know if it was going back to dating somebody because, right. again, we were never dating can you section that off into like the first time and the second time? It's, I don't know. It's so strange because there was never any calling of anything off. Okay. It was like we were talking, we stopped talking, like a message would go unanswered for months. Someone would be like, hey, this thing. And then we just start talking again. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Unclear. Unclear. Yeah. So kind of yes, kind of no. I don't, I, in my mind, I wouldn't go back to somebody, mm -hmm. but I don't know if that counts. So. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's in general tied together. That's what it So I feel like maybe like. no. It's hard because- like, I don't, there's different definitions of on again, off again. Right. Where, like, some people are, like, they break up and then they get back together and they break up and they get back together. And things that are more, I guess, situationships are just, like, we're talking, we haven't talked in a while. We're talking, we haven't talked in a while. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't think at any point on my end, until it was, like, officially done, mm -hmm. it was, like, off fully. Yeah. Because and also we were dating other people while we were talking to each other because right. we lived across the world. So it's a little more nebulous than this question allows yeah. for. And yeah. I just think that's really rid of the question. Yeah, it is. It's mm. just like really reductive and yeah. like just paints relationships in like a really like rigid light. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I would say that. There's one time that I would have gotten back together or that I tried mm. to get back together with an ex. Because I don't want to be <laughs> – I immediately was – I thought of that time. And then I was like, oh, my God, I wasn't being truthful. Uh, <laughs> I, like, panicked about and it. And everyone was going to call you out. They were they, we going knew. to. Yeah. No, I had, like – I the pilot had mm. broken up with me. And it was really, really devastating to me because I loved him so much. And – I gave him a few days and I just sort of like let him because obviously it was like something that he needed to do. So I was like, well, I'm just going to let him live the life that he was asking for. 
And then I'm going to see if I want the relationship back or not. And I did desperately. And I took him out for a drive. It was like raining and we drove like along PCH and we just like talked and we didn't even really talk about our relationship. We just talked about Mm. stuff like how he was doing, what the future plans were, like all these random things. It was sort of weird. We were in the car for like 40 minutes. And then as I was heading home, back to his house to drop him back off, then I sort of like opened the conversation about like, are you feeling good about the decision you made? And like, where are we at with that? And he was like, yes, I am. And I was like, cool. (laughs) And then I dropped him off and I haven't really seen him since then. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a a rough one. (laughs) I have another nebulous one. Okay. Because my big relationship ended fast, kind of. Yeah. Or he he came home and was like, we're breaking up. And I was like, what? No, let's try for a month. And then at the month where we're actively trying to work on a relationship, we, like, you feel the same way, like, then like, yeah, let's break up because also we were going to freaking Paris together oh, at the end of the freaking month. How do you break up before you go to Paris, Like, that's just man. poor planning on his part. It's really bad timing. Okay, be miserable for a month and then go to Paris. Like, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> so we did technically try for that month. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still wanted to be together at the end of the month and he didn't. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but for, for me, I don't know why. Right. I, wanted, I don't I know why he didn't want to be with me. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, but so I, I guess I was willing to try again. Yeah. But also it didn't fully end again. Right. Because there was no in-between little brick thing. Okay, so hypothetical. Yeah. I mean, I know the answer to this, but I feel like this is maybe more what the question is pointing to rather than the things that we just talked about. Um, would you take back an ex now? Anybody that you've dated previously, would you date them again? No. Okay. You? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they would date me now. All of my exes are married now. Mm. But there is one that depending on who they were, if they weren't married and we met again, then maybe it would be like, oh, now now the timing's right. Mm. I don't know because they don't really know who they are right now. Mm. Enough time has passed that we are completely different people than when we were dating. Yeah. Um, but I really loved him. So I don't know. No. Yeah. I guess. But I I probably wouldn't. We'd probably be too different. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think I don't really think of the people that I've dated as growing. Not like they can't or they haven't, but they are always kind of stuck in my brain is where I last left them. Yeah. And so even if they show me that they've grown, like one of my exes has, mm-hmm. it's it's just it. they are always that person yeah. in my brain, even though I'm happy for the growth and I believe it in them in terms of relationships. We're just kind of frozen there. I get the that. I get that. You know what's crazy is that 
if I were to answer this alone in my room in high school, like on a little Facebook note, I would have the same level of honesty. Would you? I feel like I was like trying to have this level of connection with everyone in my friends list. Oh, yeah. Versus like a one-on-one conversation where this kind of honesty makes sense. Yeah. That's still pretty impressive that you would have been able to like be this honest and then share that with a bunch of people. I mean, there would have been much shorter answers. Be like, would you ever take somebody back? I'd be like, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, LOL, heart, peace sign. Is there someone you're thinking about right now? Yes. (laughs) He's not thinking about me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Have you ever been cheated on? Yes. I suspect yes. Mm. But I don't have confirmation of that. So I also feel like I can't claim that. Well, claim it. I suspect it. It's not a marginalized community. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just like don't feel like I should claim that. It's not for me to claim. Mm, Yeah, no, like our community really appreciates. I'm an ally. Yeah, ally. Ally. (laughs) Talk Valentina. (laughs) Smeagol, either lay down or don't. (laughs) Stop getting up and hitting my mic. I would like a redo of that question. Was it mail with Jeremy or was it our dates when we asked each other the favorite TikTok sound? Oh. Because I quote talk Valentina all the time. That has to be my favorite TikTok sound. And was that around when we did that recording? Was that what? Was like the sound? Yeah, it was recent. I think it was, I think it was icebreaker questions. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And I just, I like did not have an answer. I could not nail it down. And I, it's been (laughs) haunting me ever since. But I think, I think it would be ally. I don't know what I said, but I think I stand by them. I think you said the dog one. The dog one. The dog one with the really long face. Oh. (laughs) I stand by that. Uh, but if I didn't say it, when I feel like I did say it, um, it's the it's like a reward. You did say that Kat, too. I yeah. still love that audio. Man, you are on your answers. Yeah. God, I got to get better at this. <laughs> Shoot. God, Bonnie, we've only been doing this for a year. Uh, number seven, kissed someone and regretted it. I guess. Yeah. Not so loud. Um, <laughs> I think my first kiss. Okay. But also I don't regret it because it got my first kiss out of the way. How was your first kiss? Um, when I was a camper, I met somebody at camp. Um, his name's Alex. Put him on blast, I guess. During camp, he was, he made it very clear that because like I was I clearly had a crush on him, and somebody else also had a crush on him, and he made it clear that he couldn't pick between us. Oh. Um. So then. We became like a trio of friends, even though two of us were vying for his what, his heart. And there were we didn't know thruples back then. <laughs> also, I didn't have any romantic feelings for her. Yeah. So after camp, we would just like hang out, have picnics together, all three of us. It was real weird. Um, <laughs> so we're all Archie, Betty, and Veronica situation. It really was. I don't know which one I. I don't know if I was Betty or Veronica. I like to think that I was Betty. I was Betty, too. But yeah. I was very much like, good girls rock. Yeah. You know? It was kind of the same. Yeah. But I think she was, I think it was kind of two Bettys. <laughs> she was kind <laughs> of the same. Um, 
And anyway, we went to, I don't, maybe Knott's Berry Farm all together. And like his parents drove us and we were just all there. And we like, at one point, I think we were like, I was holding hands with him. He was holding hands with her. Like he was just in between us holding hands. What? It was really, really weird. Wait, was this in the car with the parents? Or no, was I think this... it was walking around. Okay. Also weird. Also but like... weird. <laughs> what? Um, and this then... little player. Um, so on the the ride home, she was a little bit closer to not. So his parents dropped her off and he like walked her to her door and then got back in the car and then they drove me to um, my house and then he walked me to my door and then kissed me. Stop. So I know that he also kissed her. Stop. <laughs> um, this is some fucking bullshit. Yeah. Alex. <laughs> so uh, that was my first kiss and I like kind of instantly regretted it because I was like sure that he had kissed her also. Yeah. And like. There was like a moment where I was like, oh, he chose me. And I was like, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. And then he ended up dating her. Okay. I have a real problem with Alex. Want to make it worse? Yeah. My parents and I were staying at like a hotel near Disneyland and he asked if we could like hang out. So we hung out as they were, after they were dating already. And we hung out and then from the balcony, you could see like the fireworks. So I was like, oh, let's go watch the fireworks on the balcony. And I like went and I stood and I put my little hands on the thing. And then he came around me. And was, like, holding me from behind. Stop. And then he was like, is this okay? And I was like, "What? you're the one in the relationship, Is it okay man. with your girlfriend, Alex? Yeah, Alex. Also, my parents were inside the hotel room. That was a real weird move. Oh, my God. I'm incensed, yeah. honestly. <laughs> what the fuck? So, I do regret that kiss. But also, it got it out of the way, and then I was able to have other kisses. So. Okay. Well, that's good. What about you? Yeah, I've kissed someone who regretted it. It was at a party when I was at Cal State Long Beach. And I, there was this girl there that I thought was really hot. And I didn't like like her or anything. She was just hot. And I was sitting with a couple of friends of mine. Oh, I was drunk, by the way. Mm. Not like drunk to where I don't remember this happening, which I sort of wish was true. This is really embarrassing. Uh, But so I was sitting with a couple friends of mine. This girl comes over to say hi to all of us. And she comes over with this other girl who I tangentially know, but she is like, I'm not really that that good friends with her. Like I was a lot older, you know, when Mm -hmm. I went to college. And so this girl is a lot younger than me. Uh, And so she wasn't in the same classes. She wasn't in the same grade. Like I just, I just didn't really cross paths with her very often anyway. So this hot girl comes up and I am just drunk enough to like, she gives me a hug cause she's leaving the party. She gives me a hug. And then as we're pulling away, I kind of just shoot my shot and I kiss her and she kisses me back. And then we pulled away, and she's like, wow, you're drunk. And I was <laughs> like, yep, but I still wanted to do that. And she was like, that's great. Like, she was being very condescending. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that stings. Um, <laughs> and then later, so then she leaves, and the other girl that I don't really know that well goes with her. I find out later that she was sort of hooking up with that other girl. 
that I kissed her in front of. And I do feel a little bit of, Bonnie, why did you do that? It just You could have not done that and it would have been great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was calling. I know. It was fine. Like, it's harmless. But it's pretty embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. just sort of, it's the thing that sometimes I think about when I'm alone at night and I'm just like, ooh, <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that I hadn't done that. Smeagol, don't even try to get on the table. Don't even attempt. Don't even freaking try. Don't even freaking try, Smeagol. 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 Next question? Next question. Mm, We probably do like maybe three more, depending. But I definitely think we should keep these for Fomeo to quap because these are fun. These are fun. I love these. Okay. Have you lost someone special? Like. Death lost? I don't know. Yes? Question mark? Yeah, or just they're... lost them like Everyone in your life? Dies. Everyone dies eventually. Eventually. Um, death lost? I lost my grandma. Yeah. I mean, we are, we're all gonna or have. Yeah. But your grandma was special to you. My grandma was special. And that was the first like big loss of my life. And that was very difficult for me for a very long time. Uh, in terms of lost, I feel like there's a friend that I kind of feel like I've lost. Not like we're not friends anymore, but it's just not the same. And we're not, like, I don't know how, I don't know that it can be back to what it was at all. So just kind of accepting that whatever, whatever friendship we have now is kind of probably the peak friendship we're going to have moving forward. Yeah. Um. Speak on, <laughs> Smeagol. Ally. Um, Does that feel weird for you, or has that been hard for you to accept? Or when I think about it, like a lot, um, it's or like when I let myself think about the friendship that we did have, or when I get like photos that come up in my memories and stuff, I get sad about it. It's pretty hard, but at the same time, like. It's kind of, I think we're just in different paths in our our life. And um, I just don't know that our paths are going to cross in the same way that they did before. Yeah. So I'm sad because I feel like it could have been avoided. But at the same time, it has happened. Yeah. And um, I don't think either of us are going to be like worse because we're not actively friends the way we were. But it is sad. Yeah, that's a weird transition. I also feel like maybe people don't necessarily talk about that, like, loss of friendship and how weird that is and how we don't really have language around that. Yeah. Like, we have, obviously, we've sat here and talked about breakups. We've talked about breakups, but we, friend breakups do happen, but I feel like because we don't know how, we don't know the rules around them and we don't know how to handle them or, like, have feelings around them. They're weirder to deal with. They are weird. And especially because, you know, you kind of know when a a breakup happens, like a relationship breakup. Um, But friend breakups, you don't really notice. You are kind of hoping or some sometimes sometimes they're like, we're no longer friends. Right. Um, But this one, I didn't fully notice. I just kept waiting for like the the thing to be over so that we could go back to being friends or hoping that um 
things would change and then we could we could like once that crazy thing that happened happened like we'll just start hanging out again and yeah. it just it it was just a lot of kind of um maybe wishful thinking i also don't really feel like my friendships lower when i'm not around my friends like i have some friends that i don't talk to actively but i still feel like it just is like a pause on our relationship till we're together again so i think i was thinking it was that I think that we both still have a lot of love for each other, but I think it's kind of clear to me that we're not the same people or in this going to be in the same situation or going to go back to that. And we could potentially be friends again in the future, but yeah. it would just be a different kind of friendship, I think. Yeah, I get that. Thanks for chatting about that. Yeah, man. You? <laughs> I guess. Have, oh, you. have I lost someone special? Yeah. I think if when you live life long enough, some people shorter than others, you feel loss. Mm. I've lost family members to death. I've also lost loves that were important to me. this fucking cat. I swear to God. She's not reading the room. She's not. We're in a moment, Smee. We're talking about serious things. So you have to be serious now. Serious cat. Serious cats don't move. She's going to go paw her water. Okay. I've lost Smeagol's attention. Mm. That's been hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Rory. She I, was special. I knew from the O. As soon as you said it, my heart broke again. <laughs> She's very special. My dog that I had for 14 years, who was the most beautiful little soul. And I can't even explain her, but she was perfect in her own weird way. Yeah. And hyperactive. And they said she would calm down, and she did not. <laughs> and she was perfect. Even though she was big, even though she was old, she mm -hmm. just was, she was the best. She was the best. There was so many, like, so many great moments. She's the best. Um, and that was pretty heartbreaking when, I, when we lost her. That was really, that was really hard. I was really um, glad that you were there for it. Like that actually, that meant a lot to me that you were there. It also, like, I recognized that you had a relationship with her too. So I was like glad that you got to say goodbye to her. Um, but the fact that you like came with us when we put her down, like that, it just like made sense to me to have like everybody there. And like, you were definitely included in everybody for me. It means a lot to me because I, I was very glad that I was there too, and I was a little bit worried that I was intruding. Because mm -mm. um, I just really loved her. I know. At that time, you were living with us, mm. and like it, it like everybody had to be there. Like even my brother came down. Like mm -hmm. he he came down because he wasn't was he living there at that time? I can't even remember if he had moved to Long Beach at that point. I think he was living there because I feel like when that happened, we were in the same room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so my brother was there. My mom was there. You were there. Ch 
Charles had been there earlier in the day. For her, like, big day. Yeah, her big last day at the park. And then he left us and let us take her, which that also made sense. Like, Mm -hmm. that was the perfect amount of time for Charles to be there. So I was grateful for him to, like, be there for that and then also to, like, let us do the thing. So it was a really good day. It was a really hard day. But um, she had a really good life, and I was really grateful for the time I had with her, and I still get sad. Yeah. This I mean, is why I don't want to have another dog yet. That is fair. <laughs> um, so heartbreaking. <laughs> it's very hard. I think uh, talking on Rory's last day a little bit, like that's it, it's really strange to me because that day was really difficult, but I look back on it, and it was it's just like a really nice memory that mm-hmm. we like all got to get together and like do that for her and, and have a nice last day and then say goodbye to her. And she had little, I think, did she have like a little peanut butter mm-hmm. snack? Yeah, she did. Stuff? That was how they delivered the drugs to her was through peanut butter. Which <laughs> <laughs> is sad when you think about it, but, but I'm sure she, she had a great time. Yeah. She was just like all my favorite people, my little snack. Yeah, she just fell asleep. Mm. Yeah. I have a picture of her on her last day. It was the last photo ever taken of her. And it just like, it shows how old she is. (laughs) But she's just so sweet in it. I like, don't get sad when I look at that photo. She's just so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's this, like, it's one of the things like with pets that we've lost. Cause I still have like Zebo as my, my phone name. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's like really incorporated in a lot of the things I've done moving forward, even though I lost him a long time ago. It's, um, I've lost my train of thought now too. That's something special. I lost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's one of those things that is a little bit different than, um, when you like stop and think about something that makes you sad. I feel like I feel sadness over like the loss of Zebo, the loss of Rory. But when I stop and think about like why I feel sad is because I feel so much love yeah. for them that's still there. Yeah. And then it makes me happy. Like just like stopping and thinking about the sadness of it makes yeah. me feel happier. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's this great YouTube clip. You've probably seen it of my boyfriend, Andrew Garfield, mm. talking about losing his mom. Mm-mm. Oh my God. I'm going to send it to you. It makes me so like, it just fills me up with so much emotion. Like, watching him talk about her because he tears up and then he sort of explains like the reason why, like uh, the the reason why he feels so much is because he loved her so much. There was no shortage of love and the grief that he feels is equal to the amount of love that she brought him. And it's just so fucking gorgeous. It's just so beautiful. It's mm. why he's my boyfriend. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I'm going to show it to you later. I don't know what this is from. I know it's from something that I've probably seen a bunch, but it uh, the quote that what is grief if not love persisting? Love persevering. Persevering. Yeah, WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. yeah. Also great. It's also such a great series to great. talk about grief. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. Was, yeah, that was nice. I, I liked next- talking about that with you. Hope the next two questions aren't dumb as shit because that would be a beautiful note to end on. <laughs> what are your three favorite colors? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I'm really having an orange moment. I'm really digging the color orange. You're wearing orange right now. I am wearing orange right now. It says Wayne. 
Pet Foods. Wayne Pet Foods. Um, Smeagol? Smeagol. Wayne Pet Foods? <laughs> She's supposed to play with her mouse. This is going to get loud in a minute. Yeah, all right. We got to get this train <laughs> moving. supposed to do this high and tight. We have not. We it's have fine. not. Um, I really like orange because I feel like I hated orange for most of my life. And then now I'm like seeing like, oh, orange is actually quite funky and mm-hmm. pretty in some places. So I like orange. I've always liked yellow, I think. Yeah. Yellow's been my favorite color for a long time, so. Uh, and then kind of green. I think it's the colors of my room. I really like those colors. Yeah. Those are my favorites. It makes sense you want to surround yourself with them. Yeah. They're your favorite colors. Yeah, 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 yeah. My three favorite colors, you know what the first one's going to be. I'm having a moment with it. You are. Oatmeal. Yeah. Love oatmeal. Everything I have is oatmeal now, and I love it. You're like that song, I'm Blue Dabadee, but with oatmeal. <laughs> oatmeal. <laughs> Everything is house is just oatmeal. Like <laughs> her. Speaking of Blue Dabadee Dabadee, Blue. Blue. Yeah. Yeah. Love Blue. It's always been my fave. Oh, my God, Smeagol, you have to go a different way. Flexing her, but not that way. Not, not that the way, way you're thinking. Oh my god, we gotta, we gotta get this. Ah! We gotta get this moving. Go away, Smeagol. Okay, I, we're gonna speed this. We're gonna speed it. Speed this up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Last third, favorite third favorite color is I'm having a moment with green as well. Uh, like yeah. the the deep emerald green of my pants. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I love those greens. That's what's happening yeah. right now. Um, and the final question, <laughs> Smeagol, is met someone who changed you in the past month? In the past month? I was ready to be like, you. We met so long ago. The past month. What have I done? What have I, what have I done? What have you done? What have I done? You joined a dance team? I joined a dance team. Uh, they don't uh, have, so far haven't changed me, I don't think. You teach kids now. I teach kids. Um, I mean, I guess in a general sense, uh, my kiddos. Mm-hmm. I really, all the sounds. I don't know. I really like, I've learned that I really like explaining dance to kids and hoping that they're going to like it or spark some sort of joy in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, yeah. The children. Your children. I believe children are the future. Oh, my God. You're such a great teacher. You just... God. You don't teach the children. They teach you. They really do. Like, (laughs) blessings every day. (laughs) Every Tuesday. (laughs) Every Tuesday. Um, LOL, because I also was going to say, like, in the past month, I I started... In the past month, I've started it. Well, not in the past month. What day is it? The 10th? Maybe. Okay. So within the past month is like early part of the semester. So I do feel like the students that I'm teaching now are the students that have changed me. Because they really have. Mm. Like I know I just joked about the students teaching me, but, but the students they do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Oops. I'm the cliche. Uh, this is so annoying. Oh my god. I love teaching. Ew, who are we? Meh. Okay, Smeagol's about to ruin this whole recording. Yeah. So. We should go. Okay. 
Thank you for coming. Wait. No, it's, it's me now. It's You're in the chair. I'm in the chair, oh so I gotta say it. God, it's so weird. <laughs> Thank you for coming to the living room. Thank you for having me. Okay, bye. Bye. We're not dating at all. Thanks for listening to Everybody Ships Us. This podcast is executive produced by Schmangy Incorporated and is hosted, produced, and edited by Shelley Norfleet and Bonnie Dolan, with help from our production assistant, Brianna Chapelier. Our theme song was written by Bonnie Dolan and arranged by Andrew Carter, who also does our mixing and mastering. Our cover art was shot by Cynthia Price and designed by Shelley Norfleet. To get into contact with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Everybody Ships Us, and on Twitter at Ships Us Pod. Or you can email us at EverybodyShipsUs at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast listening app.